I'm TJ Stolzenberg. I'm James Yevon. And I am Mike It Rain here. Um, NCT baby! Thank you guys. I appreciate the, the invitation on the show. Rock on, Always, man. Yes. Um, so, for those of you who do not know, uh, this gentleman was the director of a movie that we did three, two years ago now? Two years. Two years. Yeah. And it'll be coming out soon for y'all to see. It's called Gas Blastus. It started off as like an adventure thriller something. Basically just like it started off as just a a sick location. Yeah, it was. And uh that I just had to capitalize on. And um my one of my uh partners in film, uh shout out Stephen Weisinger. Oh my god. He got he basically told me after I helped him on a film in Vermont, he told me Spring break, I'm coming to your school campus and you're making a film. And I didn't have, really had nothing, no idea what I was going to do, but I was like, and then he goes, if not, then you're coming and helping me on one that I'm going to make. There you go. So I had to make one and it ended up me and uh, another one of my close friends, shout out Nick Perrone. Yes. Uh, he, we just kind of backboarded ideas based on shots back and back and forth for like maybe like three four nights I remember you guys straight. legit had the, the what are those big boards called um like um, the, the clapboard no board? no like the when you drew out the scene oh the storyboards storyboards yep storyboards they actually had legit storyboards done out the you know what's funny the storyboards were drawn out before the concept of the movie was even thought of ah. so like I had just like just because I worked at this place that we shot in and every oh, yeah. day I would kind of just like, just like, or different days I would pick up on different things. Something like, oh, that would be a cool shot. Like, that would be sick. And then I just accumulated like a little, like maybe like, like a five part, mm. like epic kind of to, uh, of different spaces. I definitely noticed like, as you were directing, like the, the thing kind of came alive as itself. Like your ideas yep. came and we kind of would go with it and like. You're open to anything that came in. There was a reason that came into my mind right now. Mm -hmm. You know, we went with it and we explored a lot of different things, a lot of different sound effects. Yeah. And then it's turned into this awesome kind of like thriller, like psycho, like a psychological thriller slash like psychological thriller with horror mm, aspects to it. Definitely. I don't. It's no no gore, no blood, no right, like, right, right, right. But it's like psychological. It's, it's, it literally is in in your head. It's a giant. So. Meta, it's a metaphoric. Abundance of love. It's loaded. Just kidding, not love. It's heavy loaded. It's heavy loaded. It's oh, lo it yeah, could be there's love. A, there's a little hint of love in there. It could it's be. tough love. It is tough love. Tough love. What that's a, that's a, that's the best way I can describe. We say it. no. We say no. We say no. That's all you gotta say. You'll get it when it when it comes out. But uh, <laughs> I just want to say it was an absolute blast oh, to it was film. So fun. And shout out to Abby, who mm. at, I used to work with back yeah. at uh, Lime Bar. She's friends with this guy, and yeah. I guess they had somebody originally set to be the actor for the for the movie, and they bounced or something. And Abby's like, actually, like I know somebody. Abby comes to me, and that was like right when I was at the beginning of like trying to find stuff to do other than bartend, trying to get in the game. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to do this. So I remember coming, we we vibed right away, and I loved your vision, and I loved figuring out what I loved like puzzling it all together as we were doing it mm -hmm. and I gotta say you also had such a like I'm just gonna say this as a director you put out such a good vibe on the set that like everybody was excited and like amped up but also there was a good focus on the project yeah because I've seen directors before that are like 
good energy, but it's just so chaotic and it's everywhere that people are too excited to amp up and they're like frizzlies that are going away. You mm-hmm. kind of had it like all woven together. People are interested in getting it like to the core of what we were trying to do. Yep. And, and, was, I, and I think a lot of that, I appreciate that so much, by the way. And I think a lot of that came from the conversation that you and I had. In the parking lot. Our first time. That, <laughs> that, that. And the first time we actually met each other. Very first time. Oh, my God. We just, we went through the script. That's and right. then in a lot of the script at that time wasn't even. That's right. There's a lot of parts in the movie now that weren't in the script. Because it just, like. This movie happened so pa- so fast. The process happened so fast. Yeah. Like, like you said, like I had this dude who, uh, through another friend, said that he could he would want to be interested in being the main actor. And I, I was so crunched for time. Like I only had like a month before my Oof. friend said he was coming over. So I needed an actor. I couldn't do like tryouts <laughs> or anything. Like, and um, this kid said he would do it. And then I sent him the script, and he completely ghosted me. Ghost never answered back. And How then, does that happen, dude? I was like, didn't like it. <laughs> even so, he didn't like know. it. What an asshole! But even, <laughs> right? but even if it chickened out or whatever, there, you gotta at least be like, hey, sorry, I can't do it. Yeah. But then there's, I, I will admit, I've done this before in life. Like what, ghosting? No, if some, yeah, I ghost some people. <laughs> I some can't. of them might be listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, hey, my boy's listening. Shout out to Mario if you're still listening. Mario, what up, big boy? Shouts out. Oh, about that. Um, but yeah, uh, so... And actually, Mario is one of the avid people who, like, when we first started filming, I, I hung out with him so much, and he was he was like, yeah, this shit gonna be on Netflix, bro. I'm like, I love that boy's heart, and he's he's a, he's a, he's a follower, but... You know, that's the way you gotta think about it this, in this day and age. Shoot I! Shoot, I'll shoot for the stars. Why not, you yes. know? Why not? There's you so many streaming so, platforms. Pretty much it. So, I mean, here we are now. It's two years later, yep. and you currently live in L.A. Yep. Oh. How is that? It's, this is what I say when anyone asks me how I feel about LA, and it's that it still feels like vacation. It's <laughs> not, like, it's and I'm living in Lincoln Heights, which isn't the, like the greatest area. It's like, I want to say more Eastern LA, but I, I might mess that up because I, I don't drive, <laughs> I don't have a car, I Uber everywhere, so I don't have any sense of direction yet. I just kind of know like what is in different spots Where? of LA because it's just so congested that like, it's basically 15 minutes to get to anywhere. Unless wow. you're going all the way across. Is like the traffic hour. as bad yeah. as everyone portrays it, like New York or Boston? Bro, the happiest I've been in so long is just being able to take my car out that I left here wow. and just have open roads, even during the day, and I can just, just joyride. See, like, the emotion you had on your face just when that was asked, the people are genuinely, like, the traffic. It's, it is so bad that, like... You know Elon, uh, his comp- the boring yeah. company, they oh, yeah. bought out all that land under LA and yeah. they were going to make the Hyperloop. The tunnel. Or the Hypertunnel. Yeah. yeah. I was so excited for that just because like, I would never do it. I would never. <laughs> place with earthquakes. Yeah. And, like, just Ooh. like, what is, is LA the second um, largest, most like, Lam- like more people, what is it, uh, in populated the, in the city United States. in the U.S.? Oh, like, population density. Uh, um, it's like after amount of, New York, right? Yeah, New York after, is, after New York City, because it's like, I remember it's amount of people in whatever amount of space. Like, the, not in the entire, like, state, yeah. but just in that area. Oh, yeah, you mean, like, Englewood and, like, the beaches and all that, that just, entire just area? Just all of Los Angeles, like, the amount of people in it, I think, is second to New York City itself. Yeah, because New York City has 9 million people that mm. I know. Like, in the entire city, the five boroughs, 9 million people. Jeez. Oof. 
<laughs> but is that the thing about the? But, that, um, that's what I'm worried about. Is like, does it feel like a clogged artery kind of? Exactly. So like, that's why. That's what I was making the comparison. Like New York is at least like it's vertically like a uh, spectacular. You right. Know? It's right. crazy. And LA, um, I I never like grew up really too close to New York. Like always really from Massachusetts. But mm. I know from like my roommates and people that have lived in New York that like the LA skyline is like apparently this, just super underwhelming. Like this guy, like this guy, like this guy is. This guy is used to live in New York. He's very familiar. With this skyline. Oh yeah. no this shit. Guy. Where are you from? I Tell am, the audience. I am from Brooklyn. I used to live in Brooklyn for a few years, but also lived in New Jersey. Going to New York a lot was New like Jersey. A, it was basically Jersey. not a vacation. It was more like a chore going left in and right. I was about to say. Relatives. My girl and I just came back from New Jersey. We were, we visited her uncle in Philly. And on the way back, you literally hit a smell right when you yep. enter New Jersey. Right it's, on like, the, after the bridge. Right after the bridge. Yeah. Literally, right after the bridge. It literally smells like poop. Just shit. It yeah. smells like shit. And it's like, it smells like diarrhea. And it's like, I, I joked to her, I was like, babe, it's the armpit of the United States. You know, There's a reason right why it's called the armpit of the United States, and I'm not going to take offense to this since was I used to live poops? in the armpit. Yeah, too much sewage plants all around the area. <laughs> yep. Maybe it was me, too. Do you, did you like <laughs> living there? I did like living there, too. I First of all, I liked having access to the city. I was right. literally 15 minutes away from the George Washington Bridge, which was awesome. Wow. Booyah. Were you in Newark? Uh, no, I was in uh, Teaneck, which was right near... It was uh, Bergen County, if you're very familiar with uh, well, Just because of recent travel. Well, yes. Word. So where's uh nice. where what part of California is that you said it's like never eat so it's it's a uh, fifty it's like a five minute drive ten minute walk from Chinatown oh word uh, uh, where so I'm that's... living at okay and uh, yeah it's like there's like a whole lot of nothing on my street <laughs> a, couple, a couple little mom and pop like Mexican restaurants that's cool and then just like some like. I live for, okay. So to put it in perspective, I live directly next to a McDonald's. Word. And then the other side of me is a Carl's Juniors and a Seven Eleven. Ah yes. And then like that across sounds the living. That and, sounds like living. Hell and yeah. then there's like down the street, there's like five dollar stores, just like in the Hell immediate yeah. area. And that's where I do all my shopping. That's like, my boy. I got I got dollar stores or produce sections. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so like I'm living. I'm not living bad. Like You're doing all right. And I'm you the, get all the necessities. I got everything yeah. I need. Yeah. That's so. dope. It's fun to, and it's fun not being in like a place that's like right next to the beach or like right. some up. So like, because the grind is real. Yeah. The grind is so real that it's like, being there makes me want to like right. just like focus on my shit more. That's and the thing. Get stuff done. Distraction. That was my next question. I was gonna ask, how are the how is the distractions, or do you feel more focused now that you're out there? Okay, so there's the first year, a growth. <laughs> that's all i can say growth learning, <laughs> learning growth. doing everything wrong yes getting my bank account from like up here oh, yeah. down to non-existent oh yeah <laughs> dude like i and i'm not even like ashamed to say it like i so i graduated with two degrees mm -hmm. from university of hartford and I made. I went to LA thinking like I was already. I was already making movies. I was already doing freelance video work for different companies in Massachusetts. So like okay. I was like, I have all, all right. this experience and I'm young. Like I, I, I thought I was gonna take on Cali. <laughs> Every place I went to, like pitching video stuff, they'd be like, Oh, like that sounds great, but you're like the fifth person that's like came in today oh and told me that. Gosh. Everyone's trying to do that, dude. I ended up at like, and then my other. Uh, so I double majored in um, entrepreneurship. And then cinema. Oh wow! And then entrepreneurship though is just kind of like, 
it's it's basic, you know. I can't just get like a manager job. I feel or, like, like that's what you, I feel like that's a good thing to have, especially with making movies, trying to for market, sure. yep. trying to market, trying to build your own audience. Exactly, yeah, build your brand for sure. But in the job market, it's especially in Cali, it's like no one wants a dude who took like two management classes or just like it's no, like it sounds... it's just it's experience, and especially like there's so many people going back to that that like. Right. There's always some dude that's like a year older than me and has to, that much more uh, experience. That's and the thing like, about LA. I ended up working at McDonald's for a month my first yeah. year, wow. going all the way from like, like living living pretty nice, just like uh, like just like having a steady job out east, like all on my shit, and then just start going out in LA, like started just trying to experience all the places I could almost like it was vacation and yeah it just like that was the biggest eye-opener was like I ended up at the McDonald's next door to me because I couldn't find a job that I had to drive to because I couldn't even afford uber cost so now but now I'm in that now I landed a good job I uh I had no business landing it but I landed a job as a, a chef in this little pub in Pasadena. Hell yeah! <laughs> and that's only because I walked into the place with my with this uh, one of my friends, and uh, so we walked in. And our whole job or our whole plan of that day in Pasadena, first time both of us had been there, okay. was to find a job. Oh, and you, how did that happen? I didn't even have a resume with me. Oh, first place. How the hell did you get a job without a resume? A chef. First place we went into was this place called Lucky Baldwin's. Shout out Lucky Baldwin's. And uh, we and um, I walked in and I was just like, I'm looking for a job to be a, sh- a chef or a bartender. Because those yeah. are just like, you can I, those do, are fun. Mm, and interchangeable like, too. You can like, yeah. You can. And, and you get those like personal skills, like, or those communication right. skills. You get the, that's the one, that's the one thing a lot of the um, actual waitresses have told me of this place is that that's the best training for acting that they've gotten so is being like a waitress or oh, a hell server. Yeah. I believe it. Um, I'm a bartender. A bar- yeah, there you go. There you go. You got to be an actor. Sometimes. Literally every day, I'm. I, there's so many characters that you do act for, and you you find yourself in conversations and going down roads you would never have even expected. But to get through it with good service, you have to become a character. Really? Yeah. It's really? like yeah. I mean, like for the most part. I'm almost promoting my own brand every time I step in. And they're like, oh, TJ's here. Oh, yeah. But there's certain dudes that, like, I delivered a certain performance for on a night where I, my energy was high and my, everything was whatever. Yeah. The next time they see me, if I drop off even a little bit, like, they're like, oh, he's not like that all the time. You know? Uh, so, like, they, like, there's certain people. This is what I learned being at this new bar job. Because I worked for six years at Lime Grill. And yeah. I became, like, the, you know, like, the energy TJ, whatever. And it not only wore me out, but like so many people expected me to be here all the time. Yeah. So I'm learning like at this new job where it's kind of like a fresh start. Like mm. I'm developing certain relationships with customers where I'm drawing lines where my actual TJ self is revealing too much information about myself. And like, you know, because I told a lot of people, struggling acts, struggling artists, whatever, trying to get into comedy, blah, blah, blah. And then people would ask it about me every day. And they forget, they don't realize I've seen 42 people that day ask me the same question. Yeah. And so it's been nice to kind of be a little more reserved and just be kind of delivering the experience they need. Because for the most part, there are a lot of great people out there in the world. And they genuinely care when they're asking, how are you? Mm -hmm. But a lot of people that do come into my bar are really just there for me to pour and be their therapist. And so I don't mind doing that, but it is great acting skills. It's funny that that's kind of like the American like way it is. That yeah. like, no one really cares. Like if they'll be like, 
they just answer things just like like how like hey what's up like how you doing good. they don't actually yeah good. how are you in like in Europe they're, they're oh, they well, that's an invitation today. for like yeah go get tea and talk about it right like for right. a while no that's so true that's been can't relate because I never had a well actually I did work at food service but I was never a waiter bartender but in, but in a way so so for those who don't know James works. As uh, at a daycare, as a preschool teacher, as a teacher. Oh no way! Yep. So I mean, you, Dude, you're kind of you acting say, every day. Did you seriously think I wasn't a teacher, or did I not bring that vibe? Or? No, no, no. I just oh. like, I <laughs> how just am I supposed to know you're I a teacher? Know. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, first I didn't know. The quaff, but also, yeah. like the, the, the hair. Oh yeah. There's a huge, there's a <laughs> fine line when it comes to teaching and all that other stuff. Yeah, you want to be all strict and all that other stuff, but also you want to set a good example, and sometimes it requires a little bit of acting. Yeah. Because you don't want to be too hard. How old are the kids again? They're three to five years old. Oh. That's, that's all the acting experience yeah, you need, bro. Dude, like, you can be say. real with them, but you also need to, like... I've also been you teaching. Gotta, uh, you like, are the character years, of yeah. James Yevon. Yeah. You are Mr. Yevon. I've taken your voice, by the way, in my class. The dark voice. Yeah, the dark voice. It's like, it's like damn it, pick up that, pick. or you're not having your snack. Because, <laughs> when you say, because when you say it like that, it's kind of got a little, like, I'm not killing you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, like, like, I'm like I'm serious. but I'm serious. I'm kind of laughing at it. Right, yeah. Say that. But do they pick up the stuff and do it? Sometimes. Alright, all right. well, but it sounds good. It sounds it's a work in progress. Yeah, yeah work in progress. They can be sometimes a bunch of rebels. Yeah, I mean, I don't hey. even remember three and five. All I remember to, in, out of preschool was that me and my sister used to get in the, we used to get picked up in like the principal's office or whatever Woo! it was every day because we just would not listen. Like, if someone, <laughs> we were those kids, those oh, little assholes surprise. that like, like rebel. If people, if people tried to tell us, like, don't do that or just like get serious at us, like, not like that, like, not like a funny serious, like a no. dead serious. I would just start dying laughing Dude. No. every time because I thought that I shit just, was so funny. For I just some reason. I had one of those moments. I couldn't like, help it. I had one of those moments a few weeks ago where I was like the funny, playful guy. Da, 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 da. And then I had that one moment where it was just like I had a bunch of kids who weren't yeah, paying attention, and they were like, "Sit down!" Ooh. And they were like, and they were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like "How did that make you feel?" A, yeah, for the first time in twenty like, years, I did like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, shit, I did it for once. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just remember because like I was so scared to do wrong like, as a kid. The funniest, the I look back at it now and I actually laugh at myself. But there was this kid on the playground that was being a little bit of a punk and he was being a bully to somebody. And I was always like, and I thought getting in trouble was the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, you didn't. Of you, were, yeah, you, yeah. you you pressed those boundaries. Yeah. But I did, and I'll never forget it. I had a basketball and we were passing it back and forth, and yeah. the kid was being an asshole. And yeah. I remember I threw it as hard as I could at his face. <laughs> It hits his face and chips and chipped his tooth. Oh man. And and he goes Damn. and he goes down and I was like I was destroyed. I was like, Oh my god oh, no. <laughs> like, because like it was like a little bloody and I was like I thought I killed him. Like, I didn't, I, <laughs> Did I, I do that? Dude, so like for the longest time I was like, never act out against what you like, you know, never act on your beliefs, like, oh get back at this bully. All like right, I did yeah. it once and I made a kid bleed. So All right, Don't all right. Go. Uh Timothy, I did you tell it. this kid? Yeah. Did you just tell him you're sorry? I actually don't remember For his what? name, but I remember he was a punk. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you, and and you, you had deserved it. You had it coming, bro. So you know what? 
That at the end of the day, 20-something years yeah, later. It was a baby tooth anyways. I feel bad for hey, feeling Hey, you know bad. what? <laughs> it was a baby tooth because eventually their adult teeth is coming in. It just has to be You it helped them out. Yeah, I yeah. spent yeah. the Technically, whatever the punk is, you should be kissing your but ass cl- right yeah. now. Clearly, yeah. I didn't teach him a lesson because all it looked like from his perspective was just a kid throwing a ball and then I like pissed myself and cried. So he, 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 Instead of learning a lesson like, don't be a punk, he's like... Oh, this kid's pissing his pants. Now I'm gonna make fun of him the rest of the way. But you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. That's Pre- it. Preschool, man. Preschool. Preschool. Bartending. Preschool so, shit. McDonald's. Uh, yeah. Chef. No, wait. What's I'll, your I'll title? Back, chef. He's I'll a chef, chef now. Yeah. So before that, I'll go back to the just one, just a full circle on the McDonald's shit. All right. It was. Yeah. It was. It was actually wasn't that bad. It was like humbling. Just like the fr- just the idea of walking into my first shift was like. I gotta wear a McDonald's uniform, oh. like, and I, I didn't even have to do that in high school, and right? Like, and I'm out of college, like, right. it was it was it was humbling. That as well. alone puts perspective on LA. I know, that but just then, sounds brutal. but then when I went in and I was the only white kid of who course. worked there, it was all Mexican, uh, Mexican people, Spanish speaking people, and. I didn't speak any Spanish, oh, so no. they couldn't put me at the register. They tried and just ended up getting pissed <laughs> at me because I'd just be like Dude. having to call over the manager every two seconds. Oh no! Scusi, Scusi, So yeah, so I ended up being just like the little token white guy just at the window who just oh. handed out the food. Who <laughs> <laughs> just like you can't even do this. <laughs> That's all they would let think, me do is just. Like, I'm surprised I didn't get I think, fired. I think I, think I just quit before I get fired. Like, so yeah, how long did you work there? <laughs> a month, like just about a, a month. A month, good yeah. for you. You got two I'm, pay- I'm, su- I'm surprised. Two paychecks. Two paychecks. Can I just say something? I remember one time I we went to a McDonald's a few months ago. Isn't it amazing how people actually complain about the food? I'm like, what, are you expecting a fucking porterhouse steak? You're getting dude, a piece right. of shit burger, pretty much. Know where you are. I'm like, dude. There's a whole box. There's like, there's 500 of those little frozen baddies out in the yeah, back. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I'm like, you want to take a look? It's like- and they throw them in these little ass machines that you don't even know. It looks like a mad scientist <laughs> experiment. Like, uh, it goes in, in the back of there. It comes out. It comes out, and then they just, they pick it up with like with their fingers and put it oh, in the Oh, yeah. Like, Give me that it's hair. It's dirty. It's the real deal back there. I love it. <laughs> My mother's first job was McDonald's, and she tells really? me those stories. Yeah, she loves it. And then she... When they would go to Cape Cod, she actually didn't mind it. It was a summer job. McDonald's up in the Cape, so shout okay. out to the moms. But yeah, that McDonald's. Shout out to the, all the moms. Humbling. Very humbling. So humbling. And that's what got me, like, as of this year. So, like, once I got out of there, I was just in full-on, like, get out of there mode. Let's get out of there. And get while I'm still, still got to work on movies and shit. Like, like right now, I'm working on the feature for Guest Blasters. I was about to say, which, what are we working on now? Which, yep. little sneak peek for those two who do see this, this is some insider shit uh i'm working on the feature have it the whole game plan set out Mm. and it's gonna be a prequel to this short film okay and then this short film's gonna play and then i have a sequel planned for life after this love it so even after i've gotten all this way full circle uh back to the first conversation gas blast has still been evolving like story-wise like little things in the short film that I've been adding that are going to serve a bigger purpose I was about to much say, later. Yeah. And kind of not to give too much away, I was going to say what Gas Blastus is, I don't even want to say it, but that in itself is a, a, some an attack on the mind that's evolving. It evolves into the host and whoever it attacks and how. Yep. And so like the project... Takes them on a whole trip. Takes them on a whole trip. And the project itself is like reflecting upon that yeah and i'm glad you still have energy to put into it because it it has so much to give because mm-hmm. it's it's still 
evoking so many thoughts. Time consuming and all that, right? Yeah, for sure. It's experimental, but there's a lot to like it's very layered with with just different topics, different like and a lot of it has a lot of cool synchronicities that happen, particularly with us two on set in terms of like times I would take the camera or like you would just get something and we just like magic, those magic moments Dude, that you just can't. I won't like, forget. I will not forget. You'll never plan, and it just has to happen. And the that's best like, shit. The best shit came like that. And I remember, like, we would think of ideas or whatever, and like, I would like think it. My eyes would look open. You already had it. You're like, you're like, ah! yep. like, but there is like that. I'll never forget that moment where like, no, normal people who would be tight or whatever wouldn't keep rolling. There was this thing where the scene was kind of over, but not really. But I just kept doing what my character would do. Yep. And he kept filming, and the way he adjusted the camera, it ended up being what we used towards the end of the movie. And so you never know, like, this is obviously nothing we're not telling any director or actors out there, but don't click, don't stop recording, and don't stop acting. Sometimes the best stuff comes off the cuff and comes when you did not expect it. And if you're truly into the art and in the moment, Mm -hmm. it will sometimes happen, you won't even know. Like, I didn't even know, I was just in it, and it happened. What he just said. Go, yeah. <laughs> Going off that, that's like the whole essence of that. That was like my ultimate um, kind of uh, uh, like practice. Because right. like that's the first, like I've made a bunch of commercial films for different companies. Like mm-hmm. a bunch of, where I would just go on set or to a location, film footage, and then find a video out of that. Mm-hmm. That's basically how I made stuff, just like all growing up. But this was my first, like, narrative, like, somewhat loosely written down. Right. But it also was a huge time crunch. Mm. So it kind of was, like, I was more prepared for it, but it also had that hint of, like, God, Jesus, take the wheel. Take you the know? wheel. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's just got to work. Like, uh, dude, like, the week before that auditorium mm. scene, we have the, the, the whole opening scenes in auditorium, yeah. and it... I didn't know who was going to show up. I just spent like the whole week beforehand. That got coordinated really putting, on the fly. Just putting flyers up and telling as many people as I could. So A bunch of people showed up to be extras in the auditorium. You said we got pizza. I just said pizza and you'll get, and, uh, <laughs> and you'll get a credit in a movie. Yeah, and you'll get credit. Your, your name yes. will be in the credits. That's enough for... Where the, that's hell, enough. Where the hell was I? Yeah, yeah right. Thanks for the fucking invite. Dude, <laughs> just these big ass posters yeah. that just said... Do you want to? Do you want to be in a oh, movie? And, <laughs> and, and like the dotted like. And I ran. Ar- I ran around campus with. Oh God, who was it? But I ran around campus being like, "Hey, you want to be in a movie? Hey, you want to be in a movie?" Yeah, you auditorium. were doing that the day of. I went to like the cafeteria and I was like, "You be at the, be at the auditorium this time. We got pizza and you can get to be in a, in a movie. You want to be in a movie? Boom." And uh, I was about to say, that's pretty much living. You get a slice of pizza, and then you end up in a movie where you just probably just badass. I'm not gonna. gonna And you got a little sneak peek of how he directs, and you got to see him direct on a mass scale because it wasn't like small shots; it was like full auditorium shots, like with a lot of people to direct. Mm -hmm. And I remember you had to go to each person because there's each person doing something that mattered. Yep. So like that was a lot of work. And because of that, I think Gas Blastus is like. I feel so good about it, yeah, just the too. way it went by, just because things like that happened. Like, I didn't, yeah. like, um, for an example, like that auditorium, mm-hmm. I didn't fill up the whole spot, but I got enough people to make this scene almost work better than if it had been completely Correct. full. Because the, each scene of people doing different things in it, 
you got like hints of other people in the backgrounds yes. or foregrounds. So like it, it made of much more pretty shots it did. than if it was just cluttered by people and you had to like somehow just focus the camera. Right, the, the, the audience eye wouldn't know where to be looking, but I... It, and know it's funny? I'm Sorry. always looking at the... No, I was gonna say I'm always yeah. looking at the right thing. Like, yeah. Uh, something that's actually super funny that made me even like that a lot more, like the, the way it worked out was uh, the day after shooting, some guy that I worked with or like who was in the same company, I just ran into him, barely talked to this dude, and he goes, oh, you should have asked me. I could have got like two whole classrooms in there for oh, you. Oh, of course. <laughs> but of course. I was like, you know what? Like this, It worked I mean, exactly how it was. Didn't even, didn't, don't need that. You know? I feel like like what percentage it's hard to say, but what percentage of like what you planned and like what actually happened like because like you plan this right and then all these other things happen like your core script like how much of it do you think is in the end it came all the way through uh hundred percent of it right because then it's just added on yep. right so all hundred there. But then there's just like it's three hundred percent. It's like there's way more than you expect. I'd say got about five hundred percent. Five hundred percent. I was about to say our show is not the perfect example where we have something scripted and then we actually go all the way in. No, yeah. yeah. In a way, we because I can so sometimes we do. We have order of operations. We have order of operations, but my goodness, we just go out of room. Go always off the cuff, (laughs) and you can tell there's certain trigger sentences like when he says certain thing like. He's like, oh, that topic we opened with, and then he does the full circle. Like that's what we do. Yeah. As soon as like I hear like the in the baseball, and all of a sudden the word bat comes up. Like speaking of bats and balls, baseball. Or we're talking about the Irishman and Sebastian Maniscalco. And then, oh, dude, my my mom watched the Irishman the other day. I was saying Sebastian Maniscalco made a point. She's like, what's that comedian's name? I was like Sebastian Maniscalco. I was like, this guy's a beast. <laughs> by the way, I gave it a second try. By the way. And uh, they also watched The Green Book, Sebastian Maniscalco. That's the other movie. I I couldn't remember what he was It was The Green Book. I did mention it. Yeah, oh, I couldn't remember. You know, it's funny how you talk about movies. What movies look up to you? Yeah, that you look up to. What movies okay. look up to him? I like that. What movies look up to him? You what know, obviously, look up he's to an up- you're amazing. Okay, being like, <laughs> you're an upcoming up- salute to your obviously, career. there's some influences. <laughs> I like yes. that. Yeah, so what influences? What, we'll, we'll do a combo of director and, and movie. Perfect, and I have the perfect, perfect way to go about that. Number one favorite film of all time that will always be, and it has been since I was like four or five years old, like, and saw it for the first time, Star Wars A New Hope. Damn. First I, Star Wars. I yeah. remember Damn. watching it, and I like right at the beginning, when all the people were running around, and you see snor- stormtroopers and blasters for the first time, I was like, what is this kind of like cornball? It just like, opened I don't up know. a whole world. It, it, at first, I was just like, is this like, I couldn't, like, just like the opening, like the first, like, mm. I was just like, before it captured me, I was just like, okay, like, it's just an objective watcher. And then when Darth Vader came in, mm. choked his own guy out in the opening scene, oh. and then the whole opening Leia shit, like how he, uh, she, um, she got captured, That's transferring right. the thing to R two, and then it just all the pace just went Ooh. picked up. And but from that moment, I was like, I'm. This is what I need to. Wow. This is me. I I love. I relate to this shit. And do so you think hard. it had something to do with your? Know why. How old were you? When I was like four or five, I watched it. Uh, you were, <laughs> you, so it was that moment when you were five 
that yes. you wanted to be a that's director. Awesome. That's and sick, not even actually. that I needed to be a director, but just like I knew that movies were like yes. I would pick up like vacuum parts and shit and just like pretend like think pretend that I could make a lightsaber Dude. or like just like yes. I that's the moment where I would look at just like you open up like a clock or something and mm. see all the gizmos and shit mm. and course, think yeah. and just like imagine what it could be as right. like a spy gear or something right like some shit and then just yeah. like play like. What it, like with things thinking they're other shit. That's what I what think. is behind the face. Pretty much. Oh look, your so, buddy's back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have the, bu- the June bugs flying around again. Yeah, your buddy's back. Here he comes. He landed on my face. And see, I'm, what I tried to one see, it, I knew I've seen that, and this was when we were outside uh, smoking your cigarette, and we were talking about. It, I'm like, let's not say anything. Let's let the bug come right towards. He you always again. comes in. He always knows when the show is almost. Well, anyways. He's like wanna be photogenic, yeah, but he's more just like he got, He's the he's the lighting guy. He's the lighting he's guy. The light guy. He's like yeah, our yeah. Ma- he's like our mascot. Besides my cats, who sometimes walk in the middle of the sometimes. show. He's the gaffer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's the uh, Thank you. Well, who was the lady that got this for me? Lisa Chaplinsky. Lisa Chaplinsky. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yes. Much love. I'm gonna get one one day. You are. Sell the swag. Yeah. ASAP, bro. Uh, I want to finish with one more question. Okay. Um. So, where? I wanted to ask so many questions to you, but we don't have much time. Mm. Where do you see yourself? In one year, where do you want to be? I don't want to jinx myself, but Let's I say have want. some high hopes. Yeah. Let's say want. Okay, okay. Here's my here's my want. Uh, in a year's time, financial freedom. Mm. Of course, yeah. From my own personal side hustles. Right. Yeah. That uh, so I can just. I can put six to eight, as much as time as I want, but at least six hours, at least a full job's worth a day into something that I'm doing myself that is making me money. Well said. To the point where all I have to do is work on, yeah, the passion projects and the movie stuff. Hell yeah. Just be a yeah. full-time creative. Hell yeah. I think that's happening. That can that's happen a, That's year. a pretty... Whether it's one or two, it could happen it's, next week. You never know. You never know. That's, and that's the fun about being good. an that's artist. The best thing. We can... Of we course, can yeah. we're a roller coaster. We're we're a roller coaster. <laughs> we can we're allowed yeah. to we're allowed to experiment with anything and Hell just yeah. and, and you just never know live the, be. whatever lifestyle just make just gives us the the creative spark. And you never know what it's gonna take, where it's gonna take you, or what, how you're even gonna think or feel after it. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite thing. Yeah, you, you, I start not knowing, and then you just know getting in there. You're in there, and you just ha- and it just flows with, with the mindset. Exact, oh. Yeah. The mindset of just like, Once it clicks, here we go, oh. this is just like, I gotta make it work. Yeah. And like, you know how you have those thoughts that are like, and it's and this is what I've learned, okay, so this is a good way, I think, to close it off, is like, yeah. what I learned after that hell first year, mm. just doing everything wrong, second year is just like, I've basically been like, selfishly kind of a workaholic, just like, on the grind. Committing Always. to yourself. Committing Always. to myself, Always. and it's like... Those thoughts that I've been listening to, like, you know, if you'll you'll be in an edit or you, you could even be writing something or just like doing any type of job, you know, any job. Yeah. You'll you'll get thoughts of how you can do it right. Right. Like that you'll you'll know how to do it the right way to some level. But y- there's a point that you stop yourself being like, this is good enough. Right. There's I can I've been better at seeing the peaks of where things can go. And doing anything I can and self, just like trying to just self-motivate myself to reach mm. those highest levels. The because potential. 
the potential because for self sabotage because it's it's like life gives you the ideas to make to to exactly. be anything you want it's just up to you to put in the shit hard fucking take it from work in here and it. create it out in the it's, world especially with all of us being in our 20s just like learning about yeah. life and all that uh, i got 30 right here so 30 I'm is right not here. yet not 20s. yet though not yet 20s 20s, 20s. still focus on 30 still young as fuck too yeah, so yeah. like shout out to all the 30 year olds shout out to all the 30 year olds you're young as fuck you're young as fuck yep. dude that was a great episode i, I learned say, that, was that was great good. that was awesome that was I fun i did learn a lot that was a lot of fun anytime you're in the area we gotta get you back on anytime yeah so down <laughs> Thank Anytime. you all for listening and watching. Yeah. Well, where can they find us, James? You can find us on social media and Twitter at Life Pinstripes. You can find us on Instagram, Life and Pinstripes, our group on Facebook, any podcast platform. But guess what? Stick around because we have part two coming up very soon. Let's go. And it's going to be a little bit somber because you can probably recognize that yellow and gold <gasps> or yellow and purple jersey that we're going to be talking Speaking about. Speaking of which, you're going back to LA with this I, now. So I can't yeah, imagine man. one. We'll see Los what that's An- like. I can't imagine what Los Angeles is like. After Talk about a vibe getting like the air coming out of the balloon. We're gonna. We'll see. I'll feel it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm already. I'm already feeling it. I'm feeling it down in my stomach. We're gonna end I this episode. But we're gonna end this episode on a high. Okay. On a high, okay. on a high, on a high, high note. note. Anyways, thank you, Mike, for being on, dude. So Guys, much love. It has been such a pleasure. Yes. Dude, doing that, doing that. Uh, much love, bro. Yeah. Doing that project with Let's you, man. Of course, yeah. I, I can't wait for all you to see it. Yes. Yes. It'll be on. Uh, it'll be on YouTube. Soon. Next year, probably. Because I wanna, I wanna hit a festival circuit if I can. You know, like I wanna, I wanna just play my cards how I can play them. You're doing but, it right. Whatever you've done so far, you've done it right. But um, I trust. At some point, it will be on YouTube and Vimeo, and you'll know about it. So. All right. Thank you Can't for listening. You Thank you for listening. Uh, appreciate it. Never yep. forget to rock and or roll. Ah. Boom. Let's go. Done. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. Thank okay. you for thank you for watching. Us. Thanks, but still, guys. Stick around, by the way. Wow, dude. We have shouts out four one three. We had listeners all the way. Through. I know for once. How about that? Shouts out the homie. Ah, I gotta charge my phone. Oh my god. Ah, noise. Ending live video now. Uh. End it. Oh. Right. Yeah. All right. Holy crap, dude. That was awesome.